Sam Carr. And I'm Maggie Carr. And I'm Andrew Coles. And this is The Devil's Threesome, an erotic book club. Yes. What book did we read this week? This week we read Cross-Checking the Atlantic. By Jerry Cole. Mmm, gay romance. There, there's, there's one weird thing about this book that we should say off the top is that it's like oddly clinical in its, um, in its like presentation. Is it? Because it says. Is it? That's well, it's like it's like M slash M gay romance on everything. That's like its underscore title. Even on well, it's if like if you're searching for M slash M gay romance, you want to find M slash M gay romance. But even on like the title page of the actual like document, like it's just well, like, yeah, like here even it is. on the cover of the book. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's called search engine optimization, Maggie, and you do well to learn about it. <laughs> well, excuse me. I think I think it's just because the author Jerry Cole knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's writing mm, yeah. gay romance. He's writing mm, mm-hmm. gay romance. Mm-hmm. No, it's mm. There's no H. There's no hermaphrodites. Mm. Ugh. Mm. Stop. All right, Sam. So, okay, that's enough. As our resident gay, <laughs> I have a question for you. Oh God. <laughs> When I say the city of Brighton in the United Kingdom, do no, you means, instantly that, that, picture a gay utopia? No, oh. that means nothing to me. I, I, to be fair, it's probably because I haven't done my research, my my gay homework um, about where the best gay places in the UK are. The UK. Well, I mean, clearly nobody else has either, because whenever, <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> It's stupid when Dan is just like, um, yeah, I'm moving to Brighton. And he expects like everyone to be like, so you're gay, right? That's not how coming out works. Um, I'm pretty sure it is. Like you tell everyone you're moving to Brighton. That's how they know you're gay. <laughs> and you say, oh, I'm going to Mozambique this summer. And that's how you tell people that you're a lesbian. Uh, and, yep. um, Actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mozambique is full of lesbians. It's just brimming. Like, like it's like a big old soup of them. Oh, Ew. Well, I'm I'm a little offended that you guys are so objecting to the idea of a lesbian soup. I just don't want to think of people soup. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, this book wasn't romance. It was mm, romance. True. So, like, I don't want to get I don't get too far on the lesbian track, if you know what I mean. So yeah, right. let- I just, one more comment about people soup. Um, <laughs> that's a good okay. word for like male ejaculate. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. That's what you. True. It's what yeah. makes people. But okay. But that would never have any part of the equation when it comes to mo- like lesbians in Mozambique. How do you think they're going to reproduce? They don't need to. Not with people soup. And what if they want to? No. It's that. Nope. It's that the people who live. Okay. It's like lesbians go to Mozambique. You know. It's oh, and like then they come back. Yeah. They don't put down their roots no they, they learn the secrets of lesbianism in mozambique that's right it's like in it's like in dr strange when he goes to tibet or whatever to learn how to become a monk topical and reject science oh god lesbians go to mozambique and also learn how to reject science i i always love how sam finds a way to interject any like any sort of cultural touchstone that he's like you know if he's if he's watched a movie within the past day it's like Okay, I gotta shoehorn this in somewhere. I'm gonna <laughs> get it. Sh- sh- shoehorn. Yeah, I definitely watched Doctor Strange yesterday. Well, I that's, don't know, that's why Sam. I'm bringing it up. I don't know your life. It just seemed fitting. So let's get to okay. the, let's get to the plot of this book. 
It's Let's called, do okay. It's called cross-checking the Atlantic, which is a clever way of uh, saying shoehorning of shoehorning in hockey. the The main character is just this dude who's always played hockey. He's into hockey, mm-hmm. but then he can't be into hockey anymore because he got a bum knee, and he's oh, like, no. "I'm going to move to the UK. I'm going to move to Brighton so that I can um, uh, be my true self, which is an out gay person." So, okay, question. If yeah. you're in Brighton, UK, yeah. I don't yeah. know what province or county or whatever they have over there, um, and you tell someone you have a bum knee, yeah. and you're both gay men, yeah. who are you know, about to engage in coitus, yeah. it, would he then proceed to stick his like peener in your knee? No, like, oh, no, bum, that was stupid. Like, no, oh, shut, shut up. You stick, you stick the penis in the no, butt. that's bad. bad. Well, that happens in the book. Oh, God. When did exactly- that happen? The, the penetration, the knee penetration. Oh, God. Okay, that did... It was kind of glossed over. So we should say at the top, I liked this book. I thought yeah, it, was it was good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Like, yeah, it was pretty good. It actually had, like, a little bit of heart, you know? Yeah. It was, And it also, like, it didn't get too flowery, which is kind of the problem with some of these books. Like, mm-hmm. it, it... Down to business. Yeah, it towed the line between, like... um, Like, it didn't feel forced, but it also didn't feel, like... Like it was holding back either. So, yeah. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was good. It's pretty good. Um, so what happens? He moves to Brighton. Yep. Um, he thinks, uh, as we've mentioned already, he's for some reason seems to think that everybody he tells he's moving to Brighton will immediately then realize he's gay. Yep. For some reason. Apparently, it's a big gay place. Um, but nobody does. He goes to Brighton um, and then he sleeps for like two days straight because that's how humans work. Jet lag. And then Maggie, as our resident jet, um, tell us about jet lag. <laughs> um, so when you have jet lag, you want to sleep all the time and not leave your house, which is a lot like my normal life anyway. Um, so, I mean, I would rate it at like four out of 10 overall. The jet lag? Yeah. Of, yeah. Jet lag. What what about when you get to wear the leather jacket though? Oh, and do the, like, snapping oh yeah. Bit. For, well, okay, so that's pretty cool. I mean, getting initiated <laughs> is kind of lame, and you do have to pay for the leather jacket yourself. What? Yeah, uh, I well, know, I guess right? Kind of makes sense. Like you, like it's it's kind of weird. It's like when you get a job as like a waitress, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you have to buy your uniform." It's like, wait, what? I work here. It's sort of like that, but it was okay. It's a cool jacket. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. the socialist slash communist basically sharks all share clothing, and it's like really gross. Like but they never even wash it. Like the, okay, yeah. you'll see them in a laundromat like once a year, and it's like okay, guys, yeah, good show. And I'm a big fan of that a- word you just invented, laundromat. Laundromat. <laughs> portmanteau of laundromat and laundry. What did I say it they're not, wrong? They're not even there to do laundry. Is the best part. They're only there to get quarters they're, so that yeah. we can go to the arcade. They're just there to hang out. Yeah. Yep. Well, they look cool. They take off their shirts, you know, they flex their uh, washboard abs. Yeah. Which is ironic because they're not washing anything, <laughs> let alone on a washboard. Okay. So, this <laughs> what was the last time you washed something on a washboard at the laundromat? When I went to the Renaissance Fairs laundromat. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and that's, the, that's the best that's, booth to run. Yeah, it's a lie. Well, no, it's not a lie. The washing wench was out of town. <laughs> You know, out of ye old town. They didn't do laundry in the Renaissance era. Obviously. Uh, that shows what you know. No, they just made new clothes. They invented new clothes. 
like Leonardo da Vinci space shoes, like sneakers that lace themselves up. Is Leonardo da Vinci's picture of a man wearing clothes? No, they just didn't wear anything. That's I think that's actually what it was. You know, Sam. You know, Sam. I was I was going to jump in um, to say you're wrong, but I think you're right. You know, Um, you've really gathered all the evidence. You've weighed all the options and possibilities Mm -hmm. and you've come up with this, you know, ultimately correct conclusion. Yeah. I'm really proud of you. And she was a really smart guy. Mm -hmm. So obviously he was accurately reflecting clearly because, because, you know, like the, um, the mutation of turtle to turtle man really does heighten (laughs) all the senses. There it is, folks. (laughs) The patented Maggie switcheroo. Oh, what's up? What's up? What's up? Referencing conversations that weren't recorded. <laughs> At least but, uh, that we know of. That's true. I mean, Anywho, the NSA probably got a nice Speaking chuckle. of gay men, Leonardo da Vinci was probably a gay or at least bisexual man. Um this book yeah. was Smooth transition. Kind of kind of good and tender. Like he yeah. he's living in the closet, you know, he's a hockey player. How how are you know, how would you expect hockey players to react to the news that they're sharing the locker room with a well, a you know who or a you know what? See, not well. That's how I'd say. Yeah, I I don't know. I read this online web comic mm-hmm. about some like kid who goes to college who's very gay and plays hockey. Yeah, and they all seem to be fine with it. So no, Sam, this Checking. this is a great reference Check, that please? everybody can Maybe. that everybody can know is a web comic that yeah, you don't read you up can, that URL. So you you can't in. even <laughs> remember the name of. <laughs> it was written by like some like. Asian lady, Asian lady, gay hockey <laughs> web comic. Mm, yeah, no, no, yeah. that's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing I mean, there. Sam. I mean, there's only seven of them to to like really pick from. <laughs> so <laughs> if you if you Google check please, it comes up as the first option. Mm, check check please. please. There it is. Yeah. Okay. Um. I okay. My first problem with the book is that yeah. he's, um, he's he's a professional hockey player, like bush league. I think. Yeah. Not, like. And NHL or whatever. Yep. But he's um, he moves to England a to be out and about and proud and loud. Sure. And um, cloud. But Mm -hmm. uh, he moves he moves across the Atlantic like he could have just moved to, you know, San Francisco or something. But he's laboring under the delusion that hockey is like the number one sport in America. Well, I I think it's more of like all the people that he knows look at him and like see oh yeah that's just the dude with the with the injury or whatever right so i, I think yes i mean i think he like has this kind of perception that everyone he looks at is looking ex- it's like straight at his knee and i think that's just because he's in places that are familiar to him like moving to a different well, place and knowing that nobody knows you I th- is yeah you know okay think, yeah but i mean he could accomplish that by going to you know san francisco well i, I think or utah too. you know the gay capitals of the world uh, I know. I think part of it too is he kind of mentions this because we we didn't really get to it, but like when he goes, he's in London or whatever. He's in England. He's in Brighton. Um, he meets Brighton. A, he meets a bartender at a gay bar the first time he goes. That's right. And then he meets him at a coffee shop, and then they bone. Yeah. Um. But wow, uh, why don't he's, <laughs> spill the beans? Really ruin. Spoilers. Really ruin the magic. Yeah. If you just if you summarize the story in thirty seconds, and it kind of makes the rest of what we do here just like jerking off. I thought that was the point. No, I no. no. I meant, um, oh wait, figuratively. Let me put my pants back on. Oh oh, give me a second. Ugh. Then we do. Oh. Then we hear some oh. zipping. Zip. Edit. Edit in a zip. Is. 
<laughs> but uh, no, the but as he mentions, like when he's at the bar, he he, <laughs> he meets someone's coming, some, Sam. It's spooky. <laughs> some guy buys him a drink, and then he talks about how like the guy didn't click because he didn't like sports. Yeah. So I think I okay, think if you're a professional that, sportser and you are trying to bone down with someone who doesn't like sports, I can see that being an issue. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is I think for him, if he was in the United States, he would be attracted to people that are into sports mm. and probably people that are specifically into hockey. But how many people who are into sports are into like B league uh, semi-amateur oh, hockey? I'm not I'm not saying it makes any sense. I'm just saying that, like, I think that it's a little more validated by the fact that he's very picky. Okay, so we do get to jump into the future a little bit where it turns out that um, our main character, Dan, and this uh, bartender boy are still together and they're like... Boy, Mm, that's a little creepy. Well, bartender (laughs) man, whatever. Yes, bartender man. The person from the bar. My favorite superhero. Bartender man. Yeah, he mixes... I'm coming to save your dry throats with my alcoholic beverages. Don't call me a mixologist because that's my nemesis. That's really gay. Yeah, bartender man uh, mixes drinks shittily and delivers them really slow. Wait, are we talking about (laughs) bartender man or bartender man? That's wrong. Bartender man. That's completely wrong. Bartender man pours a shot faster than a speeding bullet. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, what? Who's his nemesis again? It's not the mix, like mixologist. A mix, the mixologist. No, I feel like the, the mixologist. I feel like the mixologist is. It, so is that his villain or is that um? It's just his a arch nemesis. Superman. A different. So a villain. Okay. Well. Okay. Anyway, so we jump into the future in the epilogue. We see um. Simon has become bartenderman. <laughs> yes. The world's yes. foremost bartender Superman hero. Well, it just tr- it turns out that they're like celebrating their six month anniversary or something like Aww. that, which makes me wonder what is Dan doing for a job? Like he's, he's- living on that cushy sports money. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say he doesn't. Yeah, because B League hockey gets you like a shit ton of dough. No, it was he insured his knee when he knew it was bad. What does that and mean? Scammed the insurance companies. I don't think it's so a that- scam if your knee actually gets injured. <laughs> Well, but but like he knew it was gonna get injured. Like it was already like it was a plan. A it like, was a setup. Yeah, exactly. So going into the subtext here, <laughs> if that's the case, then this whole thing could just be a cover. Yeah. Like the insurance company's still looking up, chicken checking up on him. They see him at this ice rink. Spoiler alert! That's what they do on their six month anniversaries. They go ice skating, and it's so cute because Simon can't. Aww. He's like, oh, he's all scared. Oh, it's so cute. Um, and. The insurance company, you know, they have the plants. Yeah. Not like a, you know, cellulose. Sure. Yeah. It's one of the Canadian guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what they see. Yeah. They've got a plant. They're watching. They're seeing. They're seeing him on the ice, and they're they're saying, "Oh, it's a, it's a scam." He's back. It's all a scam. He's back on the ice. <laughs> he has to go play hockey now. And then they go break his leg, but he's not insured anymore. Oh, no, so. there we go. I didn't yep. realize he was insured by the mob. Uh, yeah. In 1980. God. No one else is is going to insure a hockey player. It's a rough and tumble game. They get in fights as part of the game, Maggie. That's a very good point, actually. Yeah, so that's really the whole book. It's only like five chapters long. It's really not that long. They they meet to meet cute at a bar and then in a coffee shop and then they bone. Um, But there's no penetration, which is an interesting choice. It's their first date. 
It's true. That's classy. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I mean, it's like uh, halfway through yeah. their first date. Like they're just like going to Bone Town. <laughs> well, they're going to Mouth Town. Well, they knew where this. Yeah. They knew where this book had was going, and like they're like, okay, let's stop beating around this bush. Let's get to it, <laughs> which I can really appreciate. Yeah, they beat some bushes though. They do. My favorite part of the book was where they have the end of the entire book is uh, asterisk Finn in italics, other asterisk. Yes. <laughs> so classy. It was free and it wasn't bad. Yeah, it's a little um, bit of heart and soul. Yeah, it's just Jerry and soul. Jerry, the heart and soul. Amber is the color of your energy. No, no, it's the, oh. the piano one where you go, you go, dump, dump. I come on, help me out here. It's a duet. Um. Okay. No, it's it's the one where it's like you, you both you do you do the thing on the piano and it's like bum bum bum. Totally clips of the yep. heart. You got it. Sam got it. <laughs> got it in one. That was great. And chopsticks. Yep. Oh, chopsticks. chopsticks and total clips of the heart. Everyone's first two piano songs. Can we um go, go oh, wait, for sorry. a sec to the last page of the book where he says um. <clears throat> You can also support other reviewers of my books, blah, blah, blah. Please help me out, blah, 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 blah. Host a book reading party. Share your favorite or my latest book with your family and friends. The host can read it out loud or everyone can take turns with different chapters. Can we take a minute to examine the possibility of sitting down with your fam? You know, it's a nice Thanksgiving night. And just just cracking this one open. Yeah, cracking it open like there's a fire crackling in the logs, on the logs, in the fireplace. Oh, that'd be so weird. I don't know about you, but I think one of the most heartwarming, cherished memories I could make mm-hmm. would be discussing proper blowjob technique mm-hmm. um, with my mom. With with my mom, yeah. Um, uh, I well, was gonna say, like, I think the best part would be the part where you read that um, he mopped mopped up the <clears throat> seminal fluid with a tissue and then threw it back at him. People soup, and then they had, like had a fight with threw the people soupy tissue at him. Yeah. People soup fight, which is also uh, what they call a food fight in China. Um, because it's the people soup. <laughs> Boo! In this book, they don't actually use language like seminal fluid or like anything to. I don't know that it's like a line. It's like a line that a lot of these erotic books kind of have to toe of like how clinical do you get in your description, but also how like right um, the right amount of vulgarity. And I do mean that in the classical sense, like vulgar Latin versus classical Latin. (laughs) Not vulgar as in like all stuck my wiener dick in his mouth hole. Can can you give us an example of the difference between vulgar Latin and classical Latin? I cannot. Um, I know that one was spoken by the plebeians and one was spoken by the patriarchy. That's not it. No, the, the patricians. That's what it is. <laughs> the patriarchy. The patriarchy speak the most classical of all the Latins. I mean, if um, we're being honest, they probably down. did. So, and still do. Yeah, Sam. All I don't those know. people out there speaking Latin and oppressing. Are you saying I'm part of the patriarchy? I mean, if the condom fits, <laughs> by which I mean does not fall off because you don't have a penis. Well, I mean, that is a point. Can it fall made. off if it was never on? No. That's a, good, that's a more of a if philosophical I, question. <laughs> What's the sound of a condom <laughs> falling <laughs> off of a woman's penis? Damn it. Or, I suppose, a biological woman's penis. <laughs> if, there's a, if there's a biological woman trying to put on a condom on her penis, is there anyone around to hear the sound that makes? 
I mean, Wait, it, it's I, just a yes or no question. I like. I mean, I assume, yeah. Still, well, maybe disclaimer. It's color. I realize that people of all walks of life can use condoms. Yeah, you know. Yes. Uh, yeah. Makeshift dental dam. There you go. Yep. You know. Except you take, makeshift dental dam. Ex- except like, th- I mean, well, it's not a bespoke dental dam. Like, why not just get a real dental dam? Okay, because but what if you only have condoms? Like, I don't want to like what? real don't real dental dams don't actually really That's do disgusting. anything. So whoa, whatever. Whoa, there's laying like, down the knowledge. They're not even. They're not even like they don't stop the transmission of diseases. So whatever. Like, who needs them? Are you just? Are you sure you're not thinking of? You know, um, abstinence. No. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to come up with some kind of dental dam related joke, but eh. the only thing I could think of Hoover? was um, what's the Grand Coulee? <laughs> I'm just gonna Hoover these are it just up. Damn names. Nice. No, it, this is good. List more dams. Ooh, <sighs> Yangtze. I don't know. There's probably one at least. <laughs> um, uh, Edwin G. Robinson Memorial Dam. Yep. Yep. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> he had a lot of sex. What? Who? What? Yeah. I. Did you not know that? Who? Edwin G. Memorial. Who is that? The one that the memorial dam is named after. What is? What are you talking about? The what? The damn I... name you just read off. Are you high? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm talking about the guy who was named the dam was named for how do you he was named after the how dam, do you know actually, who, how do you know who this person is <laughs> how are you like what inter- person how do you talk to me or sam he was like one of the biggest figures in american politics in like 18 swinging a 92 how the fuck do you know Everybody that that's not true he was an actor <laughs> no well okay he was kind of like a the Reagan of his time where he was an actor before and then he became a politician and everyone's kind of like can you really do this job oh, and- okay okay who how <laughs> much of this is bullshit he was this all 100 all the sum total he was um the father of the famous robinson brothers porter yeah nick edwin oh edward nick i'm sorry nick robinson mm-hmm. he was born <laughs> emmanuel goldenberg oh that sounds who, jewish nick robinson yeah, it was very Jewish. Maggie. <laughs> what, Sam? She's got a point. It does sound very Jewish. <laughs> I guess so. I didn't realize our podcast was going that was direction. I'm not, to a I'm, Yiddish-speaking Romanian Jewish family in Bucharest. Yeah, I am not, I'm not trying to be anti-Semitic. I'm just saying, like, that's very Jewish to go to, like, and to jump to a very not Jewish name. It's just an interesting choice. Well, I mean, it was the early 1900s in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And the White House. <laughs> Shut up. He was not. <laughs> <laughs> he was not a politi- political figure, Sam. He was our 23rd president. <laughs> oh. How do you not know this? That Edward G. Robinson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who went by the pseudonym of Benjamin Harrison. Was that our actual 23rd? Are you sure. Googling stuff? No, I mean, Benjamin Harrison yes. was the president at the time range that I said. So that would make sense. He was between Cleveland. Oh, All right, Sam, I've got, a, I've got a fun little improv game for you. He got sandwiched between Cleveland. <laughs> Let, let's hear it. Sam, Sam, here's my game. If you were Benjamin Harrison, a.k.a. Edward G. Robinson, our 23rd president, what would you rate this book? Um, I would rate this book 
Get in his headspace. Three Cleveland. No, Sam, you have to. If you got to, you got to do a voice. If you're gonna be this character, that was what his voice sounded like. Have you not heard the recordings? Sam, let me tell you something about <laughs> wax tubes. Know, about like <laughs> embodying a character. You know about yeah, Sam. True yeah, improv. What do you know about embodying a character? Math- Maggie is a method actress. I really am. <laughs> She's a method one actress. Yeah. At the method one clinic. <laughs> yes. I don't I, what r- 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 reference. Um. Okay. Come on, Sam. Let's hear your review. Let's yeah, go. Let's do it. I I'm gonna keep interrupting you until you book, rate it. I I give this book up, up. three. I forgot my name, but I give it three twenty third presidents out of six and a half. Wow! Just like my children. No, that was great. <laughs> Seems a bit disingenuous, but okay. Nope, it was totally genuine. Th- thank you, Mr. President. <laughs> Listen to my recordings on SoundCloud. The wax cylinders. <laughs> on wax cylinders slash soundcloud.com. <laughs> well, they're originally on wax cylinders, but I've uploaded them to SoundCloud and I've got some sick beats up there as well. Some sick beats and some sick burns. Yeah, How? I'm also a comedian. <laughs> comedian actor I was a comedian actor president Politician. who knows insult, insult comic dam namer I'm a quintuple threat I was named after the dam I, I can't stress this enough so who was the dam named for it wasn't it was just named that was the name of the dam <laughs> oh I and see was, and well, the dam's original like, name was Emmanuel Goldenberg <laughs> His parents were like, oh, we're Goldenbergs. We should name our kid Emmanuel after that dam. And there <laughs> perfect, you go. Perfect, perfect. Thus, thus, the 23rd president was born in Springfield, Canada, New Jersey. Yeah, Speaking yeah. Speaking of dam, that's very similar to Dan, which is yeah. the name of the character in this book, Yep. which Maggie would rate. I would probably give this like a pretty solid rating, probably like 4.5 out of 5, especially based on other stuff that we've read. This is like the most succinct and pleasing to read. That's true. So, yeah. I yeah. All yeah. jokes aside, it is a very good book. 4.5 out of 5. And we'll read re- we'll read reviews from other people right after we get Andrew's review. Let's hear it. My review is Presently incoming, within oh, wait, so are you, the time are you frame of the asking, near future. Are you, are you still? Did, did you, are you still writing it? Are you? Did are you? Did, are you not, crowdsourcing this one? Did you not come prepared for class? Did you, the book was, and it's in my backpack. I'm just gonna dig around for it. Russell, 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 oh, Russell, Russell. Yeah, it, it, it oh, turns no. out that Andrew's dog ate his review. Oh, my dog ate my review. Ugh. Isn't that the worst when your dog eats your review? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give this a <laughs> out of... <clears throat> oh, no, that was okay. good. Yep. Yeah. Um, Just a quick note. The reason I rated it a little lower... I did actually, if I was going to give it like a real rating, I'd probably get like six out of six and a half 23rd presidents. Um, but the the reason I would vote it down a little bit is just because it's very unrealistic. Yeah. At least for me, I It's a romance book, Sam. I know, but it just, it made me very upset that he meets a bartender and then runs into that same bartender at the coffee shop and then they bone. Like Brighton's a small town, to maybe. Yeah. I don't know. 
I, I want that to be my life, though. Well, Sam. Like, and it makes me upset. We'll move out of Utah. Sam, you're not a mid-30s person who's been playing hockey their whole life, so they're fucking built. That's not yeah. you. <laughs> I mean, okay, so there you go. That's that's where I that's where I ping this book a couple times. I say, <laughs> you know what? Like, make your character make your characters a little less toned and ripped and fortuitous and serendipitous and make, make them more like me. Make your characters mildly in shape, nerds. <laughs> Make, make make your characters a little uglier and a little uh, a little less lucky when it comes to meeting people. That would be great. That would be I would read that. Can I just it would say, just be sad. <laughs> May I just say one thing? No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Go for it. Okay. Um, this book on Amazon has not a single one star review. Wow! A single it, impressive, one. impressive. Yeah. And one percent of the reviews are two star. Yes, that's right, folks. You heard it here first. The top eighty-six percent of this book, or eighty-six percent of these reviews, rate this book at four to five stars. Shocking! That's that is actually a very high score Un- for a lot of the books that we've read. <laughs> in the um, in the Google, um, not the Google, in the Goodreads reviews, um, I'd say the majority are like praising. You know. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. but there, the, a lot of the talk is how short it is. It was a little bit short. It was, but I don't think that's a I bad mean, thing. You know, I want, I want to no. get in, I want to get out, you know, like I want to, I want to finish stuff yep. clean. You know, you could read this in like one train ride. Yeah. There's someone in a review said a quick, enjoyable story. Perfect. Coffee break slash lunch hour read. And they could not be more right. Mm-hmm. Very true. Somebody in the reviews also posted a couple nice pictures here. For us to get a visual of um, what Dan and Simon uh, might look. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's... And Maggie took umbrage with this uh, yeah. because it's not canon. Well, it isn't. because It's canon for me. But it's... it's ew, gross. That was bad. Ooh. It's not... No, give me a second. I'll be right back. Sex canon. Ugh. <laughs> Shoot me out of the sex canon. <laughs> um... Well, maybe we'll have to like link um, the the review from Denise H just so that everybody can see it. But it's it's like um it's like a very mild way of like showing everybody your head cannons. And I have a feeling that like that Denise is probably like a forty five year old woman who's like learned how to use Google Image Search, and she's just like, "Yep, hot hockey boys." <laughs> you said learn how to use Google Image Search. Eight pack abs. Oh, okay. So I ju- I just I just looked up. Like I clicked on Denise H's um, profile on Goodreads, and uh, yeah, I was about right. She's sixty-five and from Las Vegas. Hey, oh, I like to classy. call it lost wages. Thank you, Den. Thank you, Denise. I love her so I'm- much. She's yeah. also read sixteen hundred and twenty-two books. Impressive. <laughs> or at she- least she's reviewed that many. Well, I mean, if they're this short, then like. From this doesn't seem that challenging. Three hundred and fifty-nine contemporary to three hundred and two male male romances to the one light BDSM book she's read. <laughs> oh, not a fan. Although she's read two BDSMs. You gotta love like the like the big long list of her favorite books because it's just a bunch of like it's like it's very like romance cover um, photos of just like people right into the camera. <laughs> Are there any other reviews that we just have to read? No, they're all just too good. They're all like, it's a good book. It's fast. Um, But yeah, so I think like this might be the first book out of all the ones we've read that I'm 
really fine with being like, yeah, read it. It's free. Yeah. You might accidentally might well. subscribe to Jerry Cole's reader list. Well, there's worse things that could happen. Yeah. That's the worst yeah. thing that happens to you today. Consider yourself lucky. Unless you're a raging homophobe, in which case, why are you listening to this? He's got a whole bunch of free <laughs> books, too. So it's kind of like, yeah, yeah might well. I might read one of those on my own time. Yeah, you might. Whoa. Going out, going above and beyond the Call of Duty. There's only like one two-star review on Goodreads that actually has any words. And their complaint was that it was badly written, but I didn't think it was. But I did have one thing on that note from the actual book. I it's the only thing I highlighted on one of the when they're when they're doing the sex things, um, they talk about pre cum and it's spelled P R E hyphen C O M E. Yeah, I hate when they spell yeah. cum without a U. It's yeah, just gross. I just it doesn't make like I just I, I highlight it because I was like, I just hate that spelling. Yeah. yeah. We agree that cum is spelled C U M. Yes, we, yeah. we, we should. And because spelling it okay. spelling it with a C O M E is crossing that line into clinical, even though that's not how you would even say cum. Well, it's in, also just right. too ambiguous. Like, are you yeah. referring to the verb? Definitely. <laughs> it was before he came. <laughs> oh. It was, a, it was before he arrived. Yes. Who's the pre pre cum? In this other review that I'm reading by her, she's also included a photo. Are they the same photo? No, it's a different one. Ooh, it's a it's awesome. a different it's a different ripped man. God, Denise, you're the best. And I have Denise's hard drive. Sam, don't let Denise be your like gay porn <laughs> aggregate. Do it yourself. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think. Do we do we do anything else? No, read the book or don't. But uh, I think we would all like be like you know it's not a bad thing to do no. to yourself. Yeah. Um. So we have Twitter, and that is going to be at TD Threesome Podcast with the number three, the Arabic numeral three. Yeah. So it's TD, the number three, some podcast, and some in the way that we did not spell come correctly. So S O M E podcast. So, and uh, what's the email? It is the devil's threesome podcast at gmail.com. So sounds good to me. All letters. I presume all letters and all lowercase. I mean, I don't think that matters, but I guaranteed that it does not matter. Thank you. But the devil's threesome podcast. Great. At, all written out. So yeah, you can email us if at, you have at Gmail, oh, at gmail. At gmail. Um, you can Ugh. email us if you have any, um, Anything to say? Maybe you've read the book and you ha- want to give in your own two cents, or maybe you have books to suggest to us. Maybe you're a short literature fiction writer looking to get some promotion. Yeah, totally. Maybe yes. you're a lawyer of one of these authors coming to take us to task. <laughs> Please don't be that. <laughs> which I say, fair use. Um, yeah, and if if you are one of those lawyers, let us give you a specific email for you to write to. <laughs> No. One two three fake street at dot biz. Also, our Twitter is not what I said before. It's something oh else entirely. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm. That's for the lawyers. Yeah, for everybody. Of course. Oh, everybody else. It was. Shh, 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 don't tell. But it was. It was what I said before. But is, don't tell the lawyers. The lawyers Sam, just tell them. No, Sam, tell them that it's not Sam, that. Sam, say the real. What? Say the real one again. This is all about brand integration. You really need to <laughs> repeat At things. TD number three. Some podcast. Great, 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 great. great if great, you talk yeah. in a very low register, 
99% of lawyers can't understand you. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true, actually. It, Their hearing evolved to pick up the sounds of ambulance sirens and other such high-pitched noises. It's it's true. That Are you calling them all ambulance chasers? That was the joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, my name's Maggie Carr. My name is Sam Carr. My name's Andrew Carl Coles, not Carr. <laughs> Thanks for listening. 